Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. We're proud to be coming to you today. And uh, big uh, end of the week uh, program for you. We got a lot planned. You know, we talk a lot of Baylor. We talk a ton of college football. Uh, we will have some high school football today at 420. We'll check in with Coach Scott Stewart at uh, Temple, see what's on his mind. He's uh, been a really good friend of the show over the years and uh, always like checking in with Coach Stewart. And he'll, um, uh, I mean, he gets after it. And uh, they'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. And I believe I was watching the pigskin preview. I'll get the... Uh, the schedule in front of me, but I think the McKinney Lions are a week one opponent for Temple, and uh, they'll get rolling. A reminder, at Midway has that scrimmage going tonight. It's a three-way scrimmage with Midland Lee, not called Midland Lee anymore. I believe it's Midland Legacy, perhaps now. Lake Belton's involved as well, and so that's going on tonight. I believe that starts up about 7 o'clock and uh, it'll be fun out there. Get three teams involved, three three good programs, solid programs. Lake Belton's new, but uh, have some big-time talent that has arrived on the scene. Aaron Sexton uh, is a guy who he likes to stay up late, likes to sleep in a little bit. Uh, and um, Aaron, that does not... That did not work out for me this morning. I had a 7 a.m. speaking engagement. Oh, yikes. Uh-huh. I was called upon to speak uh, to a group in the Dallas-Fort Worth area called the Exchange Club of Lake Highlands, and they're well-known in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for uh, they put on Oktoberfest. It's a huge event, and they, um, you know, all kinds of Fourth of July parades, scholarships, it's a group of men, although I did see a few women in the audience, so I think maybe uh, they, uh, the women have broken the barrier there at the Exchange Club. But, uh, Aaron, about, uh, oh, I don't know, 100 members were there this morning, I would estimate, and they were all gathered and, and uh, having some good breakfast and coffee. A really good group showed up. And I was on top of, you know, uh, – I, to, I had to go into Dallas last night after doing the Baylor Club and wanted to be prepared from, you know, because obviously I didn't want to drive from Central Texas at four in the morning. So didn't sleep much last night. In fact, Aaron, there's a chance that, and I, again, I tried, I attempted to sleep, but pretty much, pretty sure that I was doing a, a little talk this morning on zero hour sleep i don't think i ever i ever went to sleep and um i even tried to take a little nap before the show today did not work out 
And, in fact, I ended up in neighbor Ted's uh, swimming pool just to try to wake up, you know, try to kind of be ready. Wanted to be uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed for the audience this afternoon. But uh, it was um, it was good. Aaron, I'll tell you who I spoke with. We had a little uh, situation where we just sat up there and passed a couple of mics back and forth. And uh, it was Travis Brown, our buddy who covers the Aggies for the uh, Eagle. And uh, Travis grew up in this uh, neighborhood in, in Lake Highlands. And uh, his uh, he had just gone on his honeymoon. And, in fact, he'd gotten back from the honeymoon two nights before. And then Travis came in from College Station to do this uh, this little talk. And so we talked about realignment. Uh, in fact, I think they recorded it. I almost thought about playing some of it on the show today because we had some real fun back and forth talking about realignment. One of the, one of the questions that came up was something I've been reading about lately is does college football need a czar? Uh, now, in this world with Putin doing his stuff, I, you know, I don't know if we, you know, it seems kind of weird to, to go find like a college football dictator or a strong man or woman uh, to be in that position. But uh, Aaron, it made for some interesting uh, talk. We had Longhorns. So what I didn't know, Aaron, is they had asked everybody to like wear the colors of their alma mater. So you had, uh, you had uh, the burnt orange. You had some Baylor Bears showing up. You had some Red Raiders. Uh, every time A&M was mentioned, the big whoop went out. And I know, Aaron, that, that kind of makes you nervous when you hear that. Uh, it, was, uh, it was a good crowd, and there were a lot of interesting topics. They wanted to know about what Baylor was going to do this season, wanted to know what SMU was up to. Aaron, I did notice, and I don't want to step on your toes, again, by the time we get to Campus Confidential, either folks will forget and, uh, have forgotten what we, uh, what we said or, uh, or we'll have a new kind of a new group come in, so I'm not too worried about it. But SMU named their quarterback. And, Aaron, it's a familiar name to uh, Central Texans. Tanner Mordecai is, uh, wins the job at SMU despite them having a tremendous uh, young quarterback in Preston Stone who was considered one of the top quarterbacks in the country and maybe one of the top recruits all time for SMU. Now, back in the day, of course, they were recruiting Craig James and Eric Dickerson. Might have been paying them. Might have been paying them. I think we have evidence of that. But this um, now, you know, it's all legal. You just pay them, you know, hey, here's some money. We're going to promise you some money and and, uh, enjoy it. But at the time they recruited this guy, the NIL did not exist. And Preston Stone... From the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I think he played at Parish, uh, Parish Episcopal and was in that Elite 11 group, did not win the starting job. It is Mordecai, and Aaron, I think you'll remember uh, his time with the Sooners. And then, uh, and, and obviously, uh, midway zone. I mean, this is, uh, this is really kind of cool because I, I, there's there's been some quarterbacks here recently that – um, you know, that that have, have done that and uh, have been able to uh, go to SMU. I'm trying to think before there was another quarterback um, and uh, that ended up uh, finishing up his time at SMU who hailed from uh, none other than Midway High School. Again, Midway with the, uh, with the scrimmage tonight. But, uh, 
Aaron, were you excited for the young Mordecai when you saw that news today? Yeah, it's always good to see Central Texas, former Central Texas players excelling at their at the next level, and you see it quite often. But it was it was good to see that. Yeah, it was uh, it was nice to see, and uh, some exciting times for uh, for local football. We'll again we'll talk about the uh, the Temple Wildcats at. Um, We'll be doing that at 4:20, and we'll check in with Coach Scott Stewart there. And they've got they've got a lot going on, and I, I the schedule is of interest to me. The uh, the district midway getting back in there. This is a team that in 2021 went um, well. They went undefeated in district, didn't they? Yeah, and it, it it's. It's just a t- usually there are major college, uh, there's major college talent there, and this is no exception. Uh, Torian York, the linebacker that'll be headed to Baylor, uh, he's on there, um, and uh, Mikel Harrison Pilot. I mean, this is a uh, this is a really this is a really good group that uh, that Coach Stewart's going to have, and they've got experience at quarterback. Uh, it is uh, it is really good on that front now. Uh, we did hear earlier today that, um, that Sarkeesian had to, uh, indefinitely suspend a player. We can get more into this in Campus Confidential and give you a few more details. Uh, I don't exactly, the whole, you know, it's criminal mischief, and he was arrested Thursday night. Uh, His name is, uh, Ajayi Hall, and Ajayi Hall... Ajayi Hall is the transfer from Alabama. And uh, the full statement from Steve Sarkeesian, the uh, head coach, University of Texas, we are aware of the situation involving Ajayi Hall, uh, have talked with his family, and have suspended him indefinitely from all team activities for conduct that is detrimental to our program. All right? And I saw... I wish I could find it again, Aaron. I did see something kind of funny. Oh, somebody posted. They said the UT parking cops are ruthless, undefeated, and aware that y'all have money. <laughs> this was somehow kind of one of those memes uh, on a uh, Bart Simpson-type meme. The UT parking cops are ruthless, undefeated, and aware that y'all have money. It was a Class B misdemeanor now back in the day at texas you know if you came home aaron with a class b they said hey you had a good evening that's 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 you behaved yourself tonight but sark is getting tough and uh he will uh, uh suspend the young man indefinitely from all team activities for conduct that is detrimental to our program so starting to get some uh, i'm seeing on Twitter, people are, uh, uh, are are very much happy with Sark doing this. Here's somebody else tweeting, Sark sending a message that poor decisions will not be tolerated, even if it's something as simple as trying to remove a tire boot. I guess that's probably what it was, especially if on your, on your second chance opportunity. Aaron, have you ever been booted? I can, I can say that the Baylor police may have put a parking boot 
on a Matt Mosley vehicle back in the day, although Chief Doak and all his people were extremely kind to deal with. And as a graduation gift, they did kind of uh, kind of extend some grace to me and wave uh, some of the uh, some of the things I'd been involved in. Nothing too big. I just may have had a few tickets along the way. And um, parking, they were very tough on parking. And as you might uh, imagine, Aaron, there were times when I was running a little late for class, and I might, I might, you know, park in the wrong place. The Baylor police, very, very kind, though, and they kind of worked something out with me there at the end of my Baylor career. I better watch what I say. They may go back in there and find a few more that, uh, that I have not taken care of. Aaron, I used to, <clears throat> people that went to Baylor will know, the English department, or kind of over there with the Hand Camera Business School, there's, there's different places um, over at Hand Camera where you could kind of like pull up into one of the entrances. And so for late law school appearances, I would, I would use Hand Camera. And then for late other stuff, over at the Carroll Sciences Building, whatever they call it, wherever the, uh, oh, kind of over near the English Building, there used to be some hidden spots back there. Uh, the only problem was the Baylor police could be a little tough. Aaron, have you ever been booted? Have you ever had a boot no. placed on your car? I've oh, never gotten Aaron. a parking ticket. Never in my life. My God. I, I, tend to get, I tend to get, huh? Not even by just accident. You don't even know you were parking in the wrong place. I No, I'm ins- really cr- afraid. I've always been really weary of having my car towed. So I'm yeah. really careful about where I park. Are you shocked? That Plus I get everywhere not- early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's uh, one thing we do not have in common. And so, um, yeah, the boot has been applied, and you can't – that's a bad look. If you start trying to – and I've never tried because I knew I would, like, rip my tire or something. If you try – got to go pay for the boot to be removed. Go down to the police station, pay your money, pay the fines, like 75 bucks. I don't know what it is now. It's probably more than that. Get the boot removed. You can't try to do a self-boot removal. That's 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 a bad deal. That's kind of like the people that, you know, your car is is being towed and then you try to jump up there and drive it off the tow truck. Don't do that. Don't do that. You know, the people over at Tow King and um, they used to they used to someplace in Dallas. They used to or maybe it was Waco used to have a place called Tow Jam. <laughs> and uh in and, and, and of course you know the play on words there and they would uh i mean you people would try to race up there and and extricate their cars even after it had already been chained in don't do that you're gonna get somebody hurt you could either hurt the tow truck driver the tow truck driver is just responding to a call they're not they didn't make the decision to tow you they were in and of course we always shoot the messenger and we get so mad at the tow truck drivers they're just out there doing their thing uh i'll tell you baylor's pretty good about not towing although i feel like the tow trucks are pretty aggressive on game days they don't want people over there 
in those nice, you know, right up against McLean Stadium, and they don't want it at Farrell Center over there. The tow trucks are out and about on game days, major game days. All right, Aaron, it is time to talk to the head football coach for Temple. Scott Stewart joins us next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast. Sunny and hot for the rest of the afternoon tonight. Partly cloudy with a low near 75. Through the weekend, sunny and hot with highs near 100 overnight lows in the mid-70s. Currently 98 at ESPN Central Texas. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Prescott in the gun. They blitz. Elliott picks that up. Only heard here. Deep ball by Prescott. Man all alone at the goal line. CD Lamb. All season. 43 yards. A touchdown. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Broncos, Saturday night at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding Bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was gonna help solve their problem and it didn't. You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years. We've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're treat you like family. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Astros beat the Rangers 7-3 to claim the season series. Houston has won 10 of the 14 games played so far with five games still left to the series. The Astros host Oakland this weekend. The Rangers are at home against Seattle and you can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. Midway All-Stars are back on the diamond tonight. They're 2-0 in pool play at the Little League Softball World Series and take on Virginia tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPNU. Two NFL preseason games last night. The Giants beat New England 23-21 and Baltimore top Tennessee 23-10. The Cowboys start the preseason against Denver tomorrow night while the Texans face New Orleans. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Scott Stewart uh, from Temple getting ready for the season. They have, have a 5 o'clock uh, practice today. And, uh, Scott, this is uh, it's a fun time of year. We're getting closer and closer. And, uh, boy, you have some incredible talent returning. How I uh, hope things are, are, are going well. How are the how are the preparations as you inch closer to that first game of the season? Well, it's going really well. I mean, we've been trying to do some stuff in the morning. You know, they're trying to put heat index advisories. I, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I missed the memo that uh, 2022 is the first time it's ever been hot in Texas. But I, I guess all those <laughs> those practices I had in the early and mid 90s. I guess I, I guess I just I, I remember that wrong. I guess. But uh, you know, we're trying to do right by the kids. They're having a great time. They're they're. Uh, you know they're having fun. This is a group that just they they like each other. Uh, they hang out a lot away from the away from the field house and away from the practice field. And and man, the, the energy's been really good. The prep's been really good. You know we're kind of tweaking offensive stuff. We got a new offense coordinator, and so you know the kids are really excited. Uh, and it's just been fun, man. It's uh, I've always said this is a, this is my favorite time of year. I, I I do look forward to getting in a routine and getting them in a routine. Uh, but man, it's exciting. Yeah, I, I and tell me about your your uh, your new offensive coordinator. I mean, I you you do things a certain way at Temple. Uh, obviously, you you generally have a great running back, 
and and you you know you it's a smash mouth type game that you'll play what uh what tweaks and and what uh, you know just i know maybe they'll be minor but what can uh temple fans expect to see in terms of maybe some uh some subtle differences well i think you know again it's it, it, people add their own twists i mean it was important to me to keep some of the terminology the same uh, you know, if you're getting paid to do a job, I mean, I, grown men ought to be able to learn terminology. I wanted to keep the familiarity with, with the system, with the kids. And so we've kind of tweaked what we do within the system. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a little bit more uh, uh, diverse in the fact that we're instead of kind of doing what we do and, and staying on tracks and running the ball. And, and again, we scored, I think, in district, if, if my stats are right, we scored close to 48, 50 points a game in district the last two or three or four years and so you know zero complaints there but uh just just taking what the defense gives us which i think we've been pretty efficient with and then trying to attack finding the matchups uh moving kids around to try to to be uh innovative within the system and, and trying to find matchups that we like and that's that's the part that's exciting the kids are pretty excited about it uh you know the, the system is simple uh, but but it's you, you can you can kind of move folks around with one word and and the kids are really enjoying that and just seeing the matchups and you know we're having fun with it. What's what's the running back position look for you? You graduated a great player who's off, I believe, headed off to Air Force Academy, put up uh, around seventeen eighteen hundred yards. What uh, what's the what's the competition been like there? I I remember last well, year you I, had a yeah go ahead. Well, I started with this: is you never replace uh, a, a kid. You just don't replace a kid like Samari Howard, and he's going to West Point actually. But uh, oh, that's right. You know, this—he's the all-time leading points and yardage in, in Temple High School history, and, and that's that's a long and very, 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 very uh, talented history. So to have those kind of to have those kind of accolades, uh, it's going to be a little bit by committee. You know what I mean? Uh, we've got Deshaun Brundage who. Uh, it's Torian York's cousin, and and he moved in. You know, his family moved here about probably close to two years ago now, and played some linebacker last year. We're gonna move him over there. We got Giovanni Williams, who's a, a kind of explosive kid. He's a, he's a smallish type kid. Of course, Samari wasn't a real big kid. Uh, and then we got Adrian Scott, who's a sophomore, who was on our district championship freshman team. I mean, he's a bruiser. Uh, and then we've got a little light in the bottle. We got Ramon uh, Johnson that that it's just different styles and we'll use whichever one we need to, you know, and, and I'm always going to be, I've told everybody my title is head coach, but I'm a defense coordinator by trade. Uh, but mm-hmm. one thing I know that, that I've struggled, struggled with and struggle with is when, you know, they're just rolling in backs by committee and all of them can pound the rock. And so, you know, as long as I'm breathing, we're going to have a stable running backs if we can and, and, you know, try to establish the run game and then use those, those guys on the outside that take their chances when we can. And, and again, that's where the whole take what the defense gives you. If they want to load the box, we're going to take our chances with our with our receivers and our quarterbacks. By the way, won't that make the uh, Army-Navy game, I, which is always a, a must-watch, won't that make it uh, a little bit more fun for you? Man, I, you know, and I, I, I talked to him the other day, and he said he's – having a blast and he's like you know a lot of these guys can't keep up and i'm like bud i told you we you know we're going i make them a promise when they're freshmen i'm gonna make you greater we'll make you quit and so you know uh we talk we talk about love and we say i love you i tell i tell those guys i love them every single day uh, uh, that i see them but i also kick the ever-loving snot out of them uh, every chance i get because i mean the, the real world's not going to hold back so you know i want them to i want them to at least be ready for that piece and if they get an opportunity to play hopefully they'll represent pretty well yeah, those are uh, those are incredibly tough. Scott Stewart joining us, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Temple 
uh, with a really interesting schedule coming up. I love that story the other day I was reading. Tory in York just seemed like, you know, on his own, uh, a Baylor kid committed, a, another Central Texas uh, uh, player from Central Texas commits to Baylor, and Torian uh, shows up over at his announcement. And I, I, I really think that kind of speaks to who he is, you know, as a leader and, and also a guy. I mean, once they, you know, it's uh, it just seems like he's really found the balance between, hey, keeping his head in the program with you, but also looking ahead to, to what he's going to do over at Baylor. He's one of the most mature kids. Okay, there's not going to be a whole lot on the football field he hasn't seen. He's one. Him and Mikhail are both in the same class, and they're the only two freshmen I've ever started in a 6A program, uh, you know, which speaks to their – because, again, we've had freshmen come through here, and, I, and again, I, this is my 25th year coaching, and I've coached all over the state. You get those kids physically that, that look the part and probably can handle the part physically, but mentally and especially emotionally, that's where – that's where you can you can run a kid off from football. You know, he might be six three, and he might be you know two hundred and ten pounds or whatever the the case may be. And he may look the part. He may look like every other varsity football player you have. But if he's got a fourteen year old head, then you, you might be doing more damage, more harm than good. And so I, I met with when they were freshmen. I met with both their families, and that, you know we kind of decided that we're going to give it a shot. And and so part of it is just his experience level, but the other part is he is built different. I mean, this is a kid that every day of the summer, we start at 7, he would show up about 5 o'clock between 4.45 and 5, and he would do agility work, and he would run sprints. And he does it in the dark. He doesn't make announcements. He doesn't tell anybody he's doing it. I mean, that's just – I showed up on the first day of fall camp. I got here about 4.45, and he's out there running and, and doing skill work and doing ladders. and that He does not do it for accolades. He doesn't do it for attention, and that's what's going to make him special. It doesn't matter what that kid does. It doesn't matter where his life leads him. He's going to be successful because he just has something. Whatever gene that is, not many folks have it. Man, it's, uh, I was just looking at a picture of him. I think he was chasing down the uh, Waxahachie quarterback, and, and that's an intimidating look. Uh, when you see number five, you know, when he's just, when he's kind of, I mean, it's a menacing look that he has and he's arriving with bad intentions. Uh, that, that's just gotta be such a fun thing to have guys like that. And then with pilot, you mentioned him, what a versatile player he is. And, and he's been helping you since, uh, since he, you know, first got to you. Uh, what, what is, what's he added to his game? I mean, this is a, this is a guy that can do a little bit of everything, but but obviously uh, uh, you know tracks the ball extremely well. What what's the uh, what 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 does he kind of is he adding any layers to his game? Well, I mean you know we're continuing to build his package, and what I mean by that is he's predominantly receiver. Uh, you know he started twelve games at free safety as when he was a freshman, uh, yeah. so he's got you know a defensive back background. Uh, I think he was tailor made to be because he's he's lightning the bottle. He ran a ten through nine hundred with a broken with a with a stress fracture in his foot. Uh, to state state track meet, and I mean, he's just he's a tough kid. He's one of the toughest kids. I mean, Doc said, look, he's not going to hurt any worse, but it's going to hurt like you know what. And he was like, I'm not letting my team down. I'm running. And so he would he literally would warm up, you know, do his warm ups with his boot on. Uh, when he got on the track, he'd take his take his boot off, put his track spike on, jump on there, run 100 meters, hand the baton off, put his boot back on. I mean. And run a 10 through 9. I think. So he's a tough kid. And then what he's added to his game is, I mean, again, uh, 
we've got, you know, we hired a new receiver coach on Melissa named Cindy Parker, who's played the game at a high level. I mean, he's, he, the nuances of the game, like the nuances of the position framing the football. I mean, he's really, really going to work this summer. And then so far this fall camp with coach Parker and with, you know, those guys and, and just focusing on his craft. You know what I mean? Like he realizes that the days are short and he's always worked hard, but now he's really like studying the body position and how to frame an outside over the shoulder, how to frame a fade uh, with inside leverage over the outside shoulder. And just the conversations I hear going on within those rooms, it's, it's, it, it's, it's next level stuff. And that's what he's focused on. He wants, he wants to do everything he can to help us be successful, but he also is preparing his craft uh, for bigger opportunities, you know, once this year is over. So very proud of him. And again, that shows the maturity that you just, you, you can't, you can't, can't rep experience i mean that's something you have to live you have to actually be in those moments to to understand some of that mature growth and 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 they've done both of those kids have done a really really good job of you know uh scott stewart joining us from temple uh high school when you start breaking down the schedule you do a nice job you don't i mean like you you schedule really tough games and my gosh some of these teams from the austin area that y'all played you know, you've got it. There's that fine line. You don't want to get beaten down too early, but at the same time, some of that can be good. I mean, McKinney, any, some of these teams for the Metroplex that you face, you know, that can. What what is it about the Temple program that you feel like, no matter if you drop a game or two in in non district, y'all seem to get really rolling through district. What do you what do you think allows uh, you guys to to do that? Because it. It just seems like you pace these seasons really well. Well, I mean, I'm gonna get. We're gonna front load the season. Uh, I, you know, it's anybody, anytime, anywhere. And if you're gonna talk like that, you better back it up. And and again, you know, I mean, no one likes dropping a game. But I'm gonna tell you the last thing on my mind. Reporters are asking all the time, "Hey, do you realize you're, you know, you won this many games in five years, and so and so won this many?" I, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I mean. I, if you want to play in December in 6A in Texas, which in my opinion is the best high school football in the world, uh, then then there's no there's no easy outs in, in December in Texas. You know what I mean? There's no easy outs yeah. in November in Texas. And so, you know, I want to see that caliber. Our our district is really strong, uh, but again, we played Austin Westlake last year. That's that. I mean, I know what they are. I saw it firsthand, and I knew it before then. And I want our kids to feel that. I want our kids to know. This is what this looks like, and I want you to go out there and hit somebody in the mouth that's probably more talented than you are, right? I've never asked these kids to win a game. I'll never ask them to win a game. I want them to be the best version of themselves that they with the, with the talent that God gave them. You be the best version of yourself every single day, and if you do that enough days in a row, now it gives yourself a chance. Don't worry about this score. I don't care. Turn the scoreboard off. Let's go play in the parking lot. Let's play till somebody quits. You know, that, I think people get worried. They want to follow the schedule with cake eaters. And make sure they pad their. If I don't win enough games here, and I got to go somewhere else, and somebody else decides that, hey man, I'll do whatever we got to do. But by God, while we're here, we're gonna play as good as we can play, and we're gonna play against as good of people as we can play against. Yeah, and you know you can't always control those playoffs. Um, but you mean you know a team like Heath has been uh, so strong, and yet boy, y'all were right there in position this past season. Uh, with a team, a high-flying aerial attack between Rockwall uh, High School and then Rockwall Heath, it is uh, it's kind of unbelievable. Wait, by the way, that player that went to Baylor or is it Baylor now? Neighbors, 
What do you remember about him? Because uh, I'm sure y'all had to, you had to scout for him like crazy. What? Uh, well, what do you? Uh, yeah, speed guy. Well, I, I'll tell you this. I mean, like it's pick your poison. I mean, we we uh, they had they had one skill kid that was not committed to a to a P5 school, and so and, and so we tried to we tried to manipulate the defense where make that kid beat us. And by God, if he didn't have a great game, and so I mean that's what it looks like. You know, when they got eight guys that are going to P5 schools. That's what big boy football looks like. And if we don't have it, it doesn't mean we get to forfeit the game or we're going to delay it until we have it. I mean, we got to play who we, we got to play who's on the schedule as good as they is, as good as they are, as talented as they are. You know, that, that's why I, I, I love this game because again, we're going to go out there and play our guts out and our kids don't back down from nothing. Doesn't mean they get to win everything, but they don't back down from a lick. I tell them, I tell them every time we talk about it, if you took a two by four, and hit Usain Bolt in the face when he came out the blocks, nobody would ever know his name. So let's yeah. get some two-by-fours and start swinging. <laughs> I like it. I love that. Yeah, that's uh... – I'm, I'm not a very smart guy, but that makes sense to me. Oh, it does. You know what I'm hearing from you a little bit? I've, I've, I've thought about this in the past – you know, you've got a little Dan Campbell, uh, and, and actually you're probably, I'm trying to think, Dan and I and you are about the same age. But, boy, you, you guys will play anybody anytime, and you don't mind, you know, kind of uh, explaining it to your kids. And I, I do love the, I like the smash-mouth aspect of this, and uh, it's going to be a fun season. And, by the way, the quarterback position, I, I hate to uh, not bring that up, uh, that's got to be a very uh, a, a comfortable feeling when you get to go into a year. You got a second year starter. Um, I mean, in the past, you've had to manipulate that position. You've you've used other people, some of the other athletes you have, and and put them in at quarterback at times. How does that feel going into the season with uh, with with you know feeling pretty solid there? I, I I don't know, Matt, because I'm trying to process it because this is the first year that I'm going into my ninth year at Temple, and this is the first year we've had a returning starting quarterback. We've had <laughs> we've had we've had eight straight one year starters, and the last the last six have either been offensive MVP, district MVP, or first team All District quarterback. So that tells you about our, our kind of our quarterback plan and how we develop them and how we kind of work you know the hierarchy of how we work our sub sub varsities and stuff but but so i've been very proud of the efforts we put in there but man i mean and again you, you like there's no teacher like experience i mean you know reese is back for his second year to start and he's a, he's going to be a junior i mean so you know potentially he could have a three-year starter and gosh i don't know i, I would not act if i had a three-year starter so <laughs> you know he's having a good time uh you know he's getting better at the system he's he's kind of figuring out the nuances and i told him today i you know i was a quarterback in the in Central Texas in the early 90s, and I, I, I teased him today as a fact in the weight room. We just got out of the weight room a little bit ago, and, and I said, dude, if I played in this offense, I would like set world records of how many passing yards. He goes, oh, coach, man, you you, you just wait and see. I, I'm, I'm starting to get this. I'm starting to see this. And, you know, he's just having fun. With it. I like giving them a hard time. But, gosh, this, the game these days is like, it's like keep away. I mean, monkey in the middle, give me a break. I missed I miss my generation, man. <laughs> That's right. You were running the ball. You, how many oh. how many passes a game did you average, would you say? How many attempts? You know what's funny is that dad teased me about it. I think I threw for like thirty six hundred yards in high school because we could we you know, Troy America, you know, I think we threw the ball when when getting to that point, I think they threw the ball three times a game whether they wanted to or not. But we actually 
You know, everybody in town was fussy at Coach McMurtry because we get in we get in shotgun doubles and had a little just a little package out of it, just a little package. Didn't do anything out of it, maybe five plays, but we'd sling it around the yard a little bit. But all this RPO <laughs> stuff and all this stuff that my brain just fits with. I mean, gosh almighty, if I could have played something like that, I'd, it, it'd have been ridiculous. Of course, you know, <laughs> clean up on aisle nine, memory lane, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, that's part of the deal, though. As a defensive-minded guy, you got to figure out how to stop all that. And uh, boy, you're going to see even more of it this year. But I, you know, y'all just keep doing it, and uh, and y'all have had a a tremendous run. I can't wait to see what happens uh, this year. Scott's fun. I'm I'm excited to to watch some Temple football this year. I I really appreciate you doing this. Well, no worries, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity. I mean, again, y'all don't hear it enough, and I try to say it every time, but what you guys do for high school sports and Central Texas sports is is very commendable, and and nobody appreciates it more than I do, not only for our community but for everybody. So for all those buttheads out there, don't say thank you. I'll make up for them. (laughs) Well, that's very kind of you. We love what (laughs) y'all do. And by the way, I think it's going to dip by 5 o'clock. It's going to dip down to about 99, so, you know, make, make I think it's going to be nice and breezy out there. It should be there okay. You go. Cold, cold front's blowing it at 5 o'clock, baby. <laughs> All right, Scott, I'll talk to you soon. We'll talk to you later. Appreciate you guys. All right, you bet, you bet. Scott Stewart, uh, the uh, Temple High School coach, always fun. <laughs> Usain Bolt would not do so well if, if you hit him – with a two by four before he got out of the the gates, okay. So, man, that is some that is some inspiring. I love having him on, uh, and it's going to be fun coming up. I was hearing, uh, oh, I was reading something. Oh, McKinney on the schedule. They always keep running into Heath. Lots of fun stuff to uh, talk about. Curtis Quillen, by the way, coming up at five o'clock today, and he's been doing a really cool pigskin preview on Channel 6, and so uh, chilling with Quillen coming up at 5 o'clock today. But next, Aaron Sexton has Campus Confidential ready to go. That's next. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a QA and a style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? 
Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's exercise, it's fun, and it's free. This fall, join Let's Walk Waco and create your own walking group with friends and family. Register today for prizes along the way. Registration and instructions can be found on the Let's Walk Waco website. Stop by now today, walkwaco.com. What are you waiting for? Register today at walkwaco.com and get the fun started. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. The Astros beat the Rangers 7-3 to claim the season series. Houston has won 10 of the 14 games played so far with five games still left to the series. The Astros host Oakland this weekend. The Rangers are at home against Seattle and you can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. Midway All-Stars are back on the diamond tonight. They're 2-0 in pool play at the Little League Softball World Series and take home Virginia tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPNU. Two NFL preseason games last night. The Giants beat New England 23-21 and Baltimore top Tennessee 23-10. The Cowboys start the preseason against Denver tomorrow night while the Texans face New Orleans. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All it is Campus Confidential. Do it every day at 440. And uh, lots of uh, news floating around out there. And uh, we'll turn it over to Aaron Sexton to see what he has for us. Uh, There's uh, some arrests. There's all sorts of things going on. Yeah, he talks about it a little bit in the first segment. But... Uh, Texas receiver Ajay Hall has been indefinitely suspended from the football program by Coach Steve Sarkeesian. Inside Texas was the first report that Hall was arrested for criminal mischief, which is considered a Class B misdemeanor, 
carries a penalty between $100 and $750. And it had to do with a parking boot on a car. And that was from uh, Brian Davis from the Austin American Statement. He said, according to the UT police report, the damage caused by a J.I. Hall was a $600 vehicle boot. So apparently, I'm guessing he tried to remove it, which is not a good idea. A J.I. Yeah, Hall it, was a transfer from Arkansas, uh, or excuse me, from Alabama, where he was uh, kicked off the team by head coach Nick Saban for I undisclosed reasons. I guess what uh, Brian's saying <laughs> is that, you know, it, it was going to cause, and maybe to the boot, who knows, $600 worth of damage. But to do that, you, you can only imagine. I mean, you got to get really aggressive. You would think you'd have to use tools. Um, these unbelievable athletes are very strong, so who knows what he was uh, doing. Now, sometimes late at night, um, certain college-age kids don't make great decisions. Now, should he be kicked off the team forever for messing with a parking boot? No. But if this is some kind of pattern of behavior and, and you know, he can't get it right, then no matter how talented he is, you can't win with him. He's not going to be there when you need him. So I do find I think um, I think that Sark is doing the right thing here, sitting him down and uh, it, suspending him indefinitely. I I would not mind seeing the guy get another chance. I mean, he did not get in his car and inebriated. I mean, there are some players that get a DUI or whatever. They don't get kicked off the team. So, in it alone, I don't think trying to rip a parking boot off your car is enough to get you kicked out forever. But it it is disturbing, based on what you said, Aaron, that what some, whatever happened at Alabama, you know, I can't even really remember. I thought it was uh, – you know, there's a guy at, at Alabama who's now at SMU who's a really good running back, and he just wasn't getting to play a lot. He didn't have any kind of criminal issue or any, or, or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know what exactly this guy's background is, but it is. Uh, if you're trying to establish a culture, you just can't have that. A&M had a guy recently who they. I think briefly suspended, but he's okay now because uh, some of the stuff he got pulled over was a little bit uh, shaky. Some of the evidence and and some of what uh, he was accused of, it really didn't seem like he had done much. And so in that case, I'm okay. You know, sometimes we go, oh, ag-, you know, police are just taking care of an A&M football player. I don't know. That, that one, when you read the facts – that guy, and I'm talking about Anias, a uh, real speedy player for them. Is he a running back slash wide receiver? Anyway, they got a couple of guys. They got that uh, a Sean guy that's also a great player. But that player for A&M is back on the field. And you mentioned uh, his time in Alabama in the ESPN article. It does go over that. and It was April 6th. Alabama coach Nick Saban said that 
Ajayi had been suspended from the team for a violation of team rules. He didn't say which rules when he was asked what Hall could do to rejoin the team at that time. Saban said he'd already been given the opportunity once before, so basically saying no more, and that's when he transferred to Texas. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just – I mean, just wrapping that up, I – I do not mind, um, you know, universities taking or programs taking, giving somebody a second chance. But I would say that if you're some kind of unbelievable player or athlete and Nick Saban <laughs> can't find a way to keep you, then that might be a pretty good sign. That's a great, great point. Didn't even, didn't even consider that, but uh, that's a great point. Athline Sports today uh, published a list ranking all 131 Division I quarterbacks. Went through the list. I have a list of all the relevant quarterbacks. Would you like to start with the Big 12 or at the top or with Baylor? This is all 131 First of all, I'm interested in where Gary Bohannon, who's now with uh, uh, University of South Florida, where he ended up on this list. He is number 70. Wait, these are all 131 college football programs? Yeah. Yeah, they have them ranked from 131 to 1. It was yeah. A- That's a little low for Gary. I think Gary deserves uh, higher for that. I, I am going to guess that they put Shapin somewhere around like 45 or something like 40 to 45 just because they don't know much about him. 63. Oh, wow. All yeah, right. I was a right. surprised at that, too. Uh, the lowest-ranked Big 12 quarterback was Hunter Deckens from Iowa State at 89. And number 88 was Kansas quarterback Jalen Daniels. Bohannon was 70. Tyler Shaw of Texas Tech was 64, Blake Shapin 63. Then Max Johnson from A&M was 46. Max Dugan from TCU was 45. Adrian Martinez, 38 from Kansas State. Quentin Ewers was number 29, Texas quarterback, obviously. West Virginia quarterback and transfer JT Daniels was 28. Tanner Mordecai from SMU, who we talked about earlier, was 26. Clay Toon from Houston, number 20. Dylan Gabriel was 19 from Oklahoma. And Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders was the top-rated Big 12 quarterback coming in at number 18. The top three, no shock. Caleb Williams, USC, is third. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, second. And Bryce Young from Alabama was the number one quarterback. You know, I the first two are fine. The, the, the guy that was at Oklahoma, he showed flashes. Yeah. I've, but Baylor absolutely annihilated him. I mean, he played so – Baylor put them under siege so badly that even when Caleb Williams was okay, they tried to bring Rattler into that game. And then that somebody just crushed Rattler. And, um, I mean, I, and of course, Rattler had been taken out earlier in the season because Caleb Williams came in and save them against the University of Texas. Does he have a lot of talent? Yes. Number three in the country, whatever. I mean, that's that's way too high. And and I, you know, I, I don't even understand all the respect for USC. 
I mean, I guess it's just because Lincoln's had so much success with quarterbacks. But the guy was, I mean, he's an exciting young talent. But to say he's third in the country is ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 where's the BYU guy? You said the Houston guy, Toon, who's a good player, was, um, what would you say, around 20 or something like that or 21. He's, he's good. That guy's a good player. Where is the uh, – BYU has a really good veteran quarterback. Where do they have him? I'm going to – they didn't – do it as a list list, so I'm going to have to... Uh, Jaron something, I would yeah, say. Yeah, no, I know, but I have, he was in the 20s, I believe. He was 28 okay. or 29. I got you. I got you. Well, you you really did study this list. You're doing stuff by memory now. I did. I like okay, it. here, let me see. Um, AAC. Trying to... That's okay. It's not. It's not of just the utmost importance. Now, if you think about it, Cincinnati's quarterback that was so good, he is trying to play in the NFL now, so he's gone. Houston gets his quarterback. Um, he's coming back. And then UCF, I don't know who's there. But I this that Dylan Gabriel. Now, Spencer Sanders at Oklahoma State, I, you know, I don't uh, – I was – I don't know. I – I, he's had a good career. He's he's been starting forever. I, I think this will be his fourth year to start for Oklahoma State because he came in as a freshman and won the job. I don't. I mean, I, obviously they've done pretty well as far as wins. In my mind, he should be better than he is. He's got a lot of talent. He can move around, and and he does have a good arm. I just think he he throws like back-breaking interceptions and he still makes just very very poor decisions with the football. I do not think of him as the best quarterback in the Big 12. I think he gets that by just sort of process of elimination because this year there's just not we don't know what yours is yet. Um, we don't. We Gabriel is really at Oklahoma, and and uh, Sanders are the only proven commodities. All right, Aaron, good stuff. That is campus confidential. It is now time to catch up with one Curtis Quillen for chilling with Quillen. Hey everyone, with the Cowboys training camp report from Colorado, I'm Christy Scales. The joint practice with the Broncos included several skirmishes. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 
5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Several thousand fans were on hand for yesterday's joint practice, which got chippy with at least five skirmishes between the Cowboys offensive line and a physical Denver defensive line. The 95-degree heat and the mile-high altitude got to big guys like 310-pound starting defensive tackle Neville Gallimore. Get a little jog and you're like, oh, snap, I can't really breathe, right? So I thought I was tripping. I was looking around. I'm like, is it just me? Like, I, I'm solid for, you know, a few reps, but one or two, and I'm, I'm looking around, and, you know, the check engine light came on. So I, it was good work for the starters yesterday, and the DAC to CD Lamb connection was working well, but don't expect to see them or other starters in tomorrow night's preseason opener, which kicks off at 8 o'clock Central. With the boys in Colorado, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcarr.com. Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Denver Broncos. Live from Empower Field at Mile High. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Hey, Baylor fans, looking for a place to stay for the next home game? Camp Fempo Waco is a brand new camping resort located just five miles from McLean Stadium. Bring your RV or book a cabin at Camp Fempo and enjoy on-site amenities like their pool, swim up bar, water playground, mini golf, and more. To learn more and book your stay, visit campfempo.com. That's campfempo.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Your first Word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. This is Scott Davis, owner of Universal Windows. With inflation driving material costs through the roof and interest rates rising, don't put off replacing those old inefficient windows. Take advantage of our 0% interest for up to six years. Save the equity in your home. Save your cash. Call today, 254-301-7760, and you too will be saved. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Camp Fimfo Waco, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. And i uh, tell you what inspires me, Channel 6's pigskin preview. I like watching it. I like kind of seeing who's on the docket. Maybe Clifton could be the Conley Cadets. Uh, the Temple Wildcats one jumped out at me recently with Tori and York. And uh, I just decided today, hey, I got to go get Scott Stewart on. Joining us now for Chillin' with Quillen, a man who, uh, boy, enjoying uh, marriage and uh, enjoying the start of high school football. Uh, it is Curtis Quillen. And, uh, Curtis, I think there's a scrimmage this evening out at uh, Midway so we can sort of officially start thinking about actual high school football. We can, yeah. Midway and Lake Belton, they're scrimmaging each other at, at Panther Stadium tonight. So uh, if you're one of those people, one of those people like uh, well, me, who needs their high school football fix before the high school football season starts, uh, you can go get it tonight. Uh, but no, I'm over. I'm over at Baylor. Uh, we just got done shooting a little bit of practice, and now we're waiting for some interviews tonight with uh, the wide receivers and tight ends. Okay, Ben Sims, Drake Dabney, others will uh, hopefully be available. Wide receivers. Now, Curtis, you're uh, you're very well trained eye. When you um, when you put the camera over there on practice today, what do you find yourself? Uh, and boy, you and Matt and the whole gang have been over there at a lot of these practices. What has stood out to you during the uh, the small portion of practice that the uh, media has been able to see? And by the way, the Bears had a late night practice the other night. I believe that was Wednesday night. And, uh, and partly, perhaps, to start getting their bodies ready for a late-night start against BYU. That game will start at 9.15 Central Time, although the uh, the Bears will be out there on Mountain Time in Provo, Utah. But what is uh, what what has grabbed your attention when you go out and observe practice? I've noticed that practice is a lot more efficient than... I think even this time last year, um, I think that there's a much clearer expectation. I think the expectation a year ago was just make a bowl game. I don't think anyone was really uh, originally expecting, at least not from the outside, a Big 12 championship and a Sugar Bowl win. And so it's a lot more efficient. There's not as much teaching as much as there is fine-tuning. And so I think that kind of stands out as something that you really see with uh, high-level and high-caliber uh, college football programs is that when you're not spending your time teaching and installing, and obviously there's a, some level of an install every week during the football season, but when you're not installing basics of a scheme and you can do more fine-tuning and do more elaborate scheming, uh, I, that leads to a lot of success in college in college football, and I, I've seen a, a lot of that and then I got to say, Blake Shapin has been really impressive. I've I've kind of watched him a little bit every single practice, and we've only missed one as a, as a department. And it was earlier this week, um, 
And so I've, I've noticed that he's really, really kind of fine-tuning things, and he's got a really good control of the football. And um, I, I would have – if I didn't know and you just showed me Blake Shapin during fall camp, uh, I'd have a hard time believing that this is a, a man who, you know, missed the Sugar Bowl because he was injured. Yeah, it's um, uh, we were just reading a list of the of Athlon went like one through one thirty one in major college uh, football quarterbacks, and they had Shapin listed at number sixty one. I think it's way too low. Obviously, I mean they had Quinn Ewers, of course, in the twenties, just based on all the hype and the recruiting and all of that kind of thing. But I, I'm excited to see. Uh, to see Shapin. I also saw something else the other day, a list where Jeff Grimes appeared on in terms of the, the hottest assistants in the country that uh, in, in terms of maybe who would be head coaching candidates going into next year. And uh, I have to say, uh, even running into Jeff the other night at an event, uh, I, you, I mean, Curtis – he, he really does have a presence about him. And it's not just because he's so big. He is a big dude. But I, I'm, I, I, what, one of the comments they made is that having the reputation of being an O-line coach sometimes holds people back. I, don't, I, I, I guess I understand a little bit of that because maybe they're, they don't have as much background in play, in play calling. But if I'm out there trying to look at who needs to lead a program, Curtis, I would, I would have no problem hiring Jeff Grimes. The example I'm going to use with Jeff Grimes is Sam Pittman at Arkansas. You look at what he's doing at uh-huh. Arkansas and the way that he's built that Razorback program, and, I mean, he's an O-line guy. I don't know that he was ever an offensive coordinator, Sam Pittman, but he's a really established offensive line coach, and he's proven it. He's proven to be a pretty decent head coaching hire there at an SEC West school. And so, you know, I think there's definitely going to be interest in Jeff Grimes to be a head coach. And I think it's pretty much, you know, is that something he wants or does he like life as a coordinator? Does he like not being the one in the main headset? Uh, Cause there is a certain quality of life that you get um, when you're not the guy in the big chair. And I think that that's something that he's going to think about. He's from Texas. His wife is from Texas. Like, they like where they're at. He's at a, he knows he's got a really good job. And I think the, his players re- have a whole lot of respect for him. He's not a in your face, chew you up and down kind of offensive coordinator. He is a good motivator and he's very detailed when you watch him work with the tight ends. And when you see the way he interacts with his offensive players, it's kind of like David Randy. He's not in their face screaming at these dudes. He's just coaching. Hey, I like that you tried this. Let's do it this way next time instead. Or I like where your head's at, but don't like you're, we're forgetting about this when you do that. Um, I think he's going to be uh, attached to a lot of head coaching jobs, but it, I think for him, and this isn't from him. This is just me speculating. But I think it comes down to, you know, is that is it something that is better than what he has at Baylor right now? Talking to Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. Uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Curtis, uh, Casey Dunn, the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma State, was also on this list. And uh, he was just a couple of spots behind Jeff Grimes. Interestingly, number two on the list of the whole group of five coaches, Jeff Trailer, right behind the Coastal Carolina coach. 
uh, Jeff Trailer, the coach at UTSA. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, Curtis, as you uh, uh, prepare for your uh, broadcast, your newscast uh, tonight, the, all these um, previews you've been doing, the pigskin preview, you and Matt, y'all's whole staff, what um, is, is there anything, uh, what are the couple of schools that that you felt like, oh, man, this school is getting ready to make a jump. Uh, and and I'm, I think you had one recently that grabbed my attention, Salado. That's kind of my adopted hometown in some sense because I stay there quite a bit. What, um, what, what, what's going on with Coach Westerberg and, and, and Salado? What, what jumped out about, uh, about the, the Salado program to you? So the thing that jumped out about Salado to me wasn't even from two-a-days. And Nicole kind of just confirmed it for us when she went to practice uh, last week. Uh, Salado's moving away from the slot two. You know, Alan Hare came in, and Salado hadn't won much in the years before he got there. So he brought the slot D into his hometown. Uh, one losing record in six years. Uh, and they were, what, 12 minutes from a playoff trip, from a trip to the playoffs there in 2018? And so you have to figure that's a pretty good run for a school that hadn't had a whole lot of success um, in the years before that. Well, now they're, they're, they're nixing the slot T. They're going back to the spread. And so they're, you know, they've run the ball quite a bit the past few years. And certainly going from the slot T to the spread is a little bit of a, of a shift. But, you know, they've developed some better athletes there than what uh, Salado had in the cupboard whenever um, – Alan Hare walked through the door, and you factor in the fact that you've got a coach who's from there, who's friends with the guy who just left, uh, because they've both been in the same THSCA circles for, what, 20, 30 years? They've both been coaching forever. Yeah. And, and they're both good coaches. And so this guy's won four state titles at the state's largest school, and so now you just got to get the kids to believe. And when you can get kids to really buy into what, what you're selling, there's not a lot you can't do. And I know that sounds like a coaching cliche because it kind of is, but, you know, cliches become cliches for a reason. And that's one of those. And so Salado did jump off the page because I do think that in the next few years we could be talking about Salado being a perennial contender there in Region 3 or wherever they wind up in realignment because they're in a spot of the state where they could wind up in three different regions depending on where the UIL needs them to go every realignment period. The other one is Waco High. You know, a lot of the kids that are there were there last year with Lyndon Hilt. And at a school like Waco High that doesn't see a lot of success, um, that's a big feat. So you got kids who have a full year under their belt with Lyndon Hilt and Tyler Holcomb and that staff. I don't know that Waco High will be in the playoffs this fall, but I do think that we're done talking about, you know, 1-9 or 0-10 Waco High for a while. I think this is a team that has the potential to go four and six, five and five this year, um, you know. But you got to play the games on the field, and so we'll see what happens with with Waco High. And those are the two that I'll answer because I mean, it's kind of for me, it's kind of a cop out to sit here and say, you know, Martin, La Vega, and Connolly, and China Spray. Like uh-huh. those those teams are always going to jump off the page because they're always good. Temple is always good. Lake Belton has proven that it will be good for a while. It has a five-star recruit in Micah Hudson, and then it has a TCU commit in Javion Wilcox. Like Those schools are always going to be good. So to me, the really unique stories are the ones of the struggling teams that are tr- moving out from the cellar, uh, like Waco High, 
uh, Salado not moving from the cellar, but uh, you know a massive shift in scheme and a shift in expectations. And then uh, Bartlett is looking to compete for a playoff spot, and you know they have b- bigger numbers than they've ever had, and uh, they feel better than they have, and you know they're adding some wrinkles into their offenses uh, uh, as well, and the wrinkles that they've been working on for years. And so these are um, these are some of the things that kind of I noticed during two days. All right, and then uh, Midway and Temple getting it on. I mean, for a long time, boy, Midway has kind of been in charge of that deal. Midway fell on hard times in part because they were in one of the toughest districts in the state of Texas, the District of Doom. They finally get out of there. They can take a deep breath, and, and maybe Shane can get that thing going a little bit, and they can get rolling again. They certainly have some talent. Um, when you think of, of that game, Temple, uh, Midway, what, what do you, I mean, Temple has been running the table in district. They did it last year. Um, they've got a tough minded. In fact, I was joking with Scott Stewart. He sounded a little like Dan Campbell to me today, talking about putting the two by four to Usain Bolt. Hey, Hey guys, if you put a two, a two by four upside his head, he's not going to be quite as fast. I mean, that's that's sort of Dan Campbell-type stuff. What do you think of those two in, 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 as we think about that, that matchup this season? I think that matchup's a lot of fun. I think it's two very proud programs. I think it's two teams that are always loaded with talent. But, you know, when I look at that matchup on paper, you know, two weeks from the start of the regular season, the thing that jumps out to me is talent. Um, you can say it's not the X's and, and the O's, it's the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Um, and I would say that X's and O's wise, you have a pretty much draw because both of these coaches have won everywhere they've been, um, and are very good coaches. So to me, it comes down to the players. And when you have two power five prospects in, you know, Mikhail Harrison pilot, um, and Tori and York, that, that tends to make a difference in high school football, even at the six, a level. Um, and so I think, you know, I think Temple's really working on building something and I think it just took some time to, it's not even, I don't even think it's a Scott Stewart thing. I think it's a program kind of settling its feet under the new head coach when Scott uh, got promoted back in 2016, uh, after, um, after the change then, you know, I think it just took a little bit of time for the program to kind of settle its legs under him and let him get his, dig his feet into the ground so that he can take off. Um, and I think he's starting to do that. Um, you know, being able to win those playoff games the past two years will, will is going to be big. And now it's just a matter of can he continue to do that, uh, knowing that he's going to be playing the same District 11-6A. What, uh, the storyline that I will have circled in the event that it happens come week 12, which is by the first round of the playoffs, Matt, there is a chance if Midway gets into the playoffs, that we could see Midway against former Midway coach Jeff Hume because that's the district they're paired with in the first round. A lot of football between now and then, 10 games per, for our, you know, 1,500 schools across the state. Um, but that would be a really fun thing to happen in 14 weeks from now. Wow, I like it. I like it, the former uh, Midway coach, and uh, that would be really nice. Hey, thank you. I know you got a lot going on out there uh, covering this Baylor practice. You'll hear from the receivers and the the, uh, tight ends. And I'll tell you, the receiver, I want to hear more about Hal Presley. When I try to 
put, get my arms around like who could be the breakout, sort of the leader of the group. I, today, for some reason, I my, I decided Hal Presley might be that guy. And and uh, and, and the fun thing about the Baylor receivers are you just don't know who it's going to be. But with Monterey Baldwin and others, they do have a lot of talent. Javon Gibson comes to mind as well. So, uh, Curtis, always fun. Appreciate you doing this. We will talk to you soon. Sounds good, Matt. Appreciate you. There he goes, Curtis Quillen, who went to Floresville High School and then uh, did his training in college at Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State Cowboy, and now as the uh, sports director over at Channel 6, does a really nice job over there and uh, is all over it, all different levels. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas on a Friday, and got to catch you up. We do have a finally have a Cowboys preseason game that'll happen tomorrow. Uh, more fallout coming from uh, the practice against the Denver Broncos. We'll bring you that next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. Your ESPN Central Texas forecast for tonight. Partly cloudy skies. We'll see a low of around 75 tomorrow and Sunday. Sunny and hot with a high near 100. Currently 99 at ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Megan University, Mac Roach. The NCA, I guess maybe two months ago, came out and reminded everybody about existing rules and recruiting, and you can't induce student athletes to come. But until the NCA goes after a school and levies sanctions against them and does it in a timely manner, people are going to continue to do what they're doing. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bare spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. Baylor football, Cowboy football, Waco football, Central Texas football, ESPN, Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. 
Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, three fifty single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, two fifty domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. What's up, guys? This is Tori down at Harley-Davidson of Waco. With gas prices booming, you deserve to get your knees in the breeze and save some cash. With record-breaking numbers the past few months and June right on track to make waves, we need your help to keep up this momentum. Whether it's purchasing your very first Harley-Davidson motorcycle or getting rid of your third old bike in the garage, we would love to have your business. Be cautious of the heat outside, but take advantage of the heat inside with these smoking hot deals, y'all. Trade it in, take it home, or turn it over. This is only the beginning at Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Astros beat the Rangers 7-3 to claim the season series. Houston has won 10 of the 14 games played so far with five games still left to the series. The Astros post Oakland this weekend. The Rangers are at home against Seattle, and you can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. Midway All-Stars are back on the diamond tonight. They're 2-0 in pool play at the Little League Softball World Series and take on Virginia tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPNU. Two NFL preseason games last night. The Giants beat New England 23-21, and Baltimore top Tennessee 23-10. The Cowboys start the preseason against Denver tomorrow night, while the Texans face New Orleans. The NBA will retire Bill Russell's number six jersey league-wide. Players who currently wear the number can do so if they win. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. This is our last uh, full segment before the weekend, but we're going to hit it hard as we go to the weekend. I love that uh, talking about Midway, the uh, Little League Softball World Series. I mean, that is big deal. And uh, as Lark was talking about on ESPNU, how fun is that, that you can watch that? I love watching the Little League uh, World Series, and so now to have that uh, Little League uh, Softball World Series, that's a lot of fun, too, and what a program. And, of course, a lot of this uh, Little League World Series stuff has been happening right in our own backyard, just right uh, down the street from us uh, in Waco, Texas. So that's been a lot of fun to watch. In fact, some of my buddies, uh, boy, they drove down from the Metroplex and uh, and wanted to see that. One of my, uh, Stephen Hawkins, longtime AP writer, he and his buddies came down. He dropped by to talk to some of the Baylor coaches, but he was really in town to watch some of that Little League World Series. Something happened the other day in the Little League World Series that that was really special and caught my eye, and I'm trying to think of the teams that were involved. Um, one of them might have been from, like, the Portland or the great uh, Northwest area. But anyway, a player, I don't know if anybody, you all have seen this, you should go to social media and take a peek at it. But 
a pitcher hit somebody in the head. And the the guy was down the ground for a little bit, but got up. He was okay. He had a helmet on, batting helmet on, and he was able to make it to first base. And when he looked out and saw how distraught the the pitcher was, this is the little league, uh, you know, uh, competition as they try to qualify for the World Series. As he looked out and saw how distraught the pitcher was about hitting somebody in the head, he he called timeout and he took his helmet off and he walked out to the mound and consoled the pitcher. This is the kid that was hit in the head by the pitcher, you know, in the major leagues. Of course you, you, if the guy could get up, he would charge the pitcher. This, this young man that probably would be about 11 or 12 years old, walked out and consoled the starting pitcher and hugged him. And then, uh, and then walk back to first base. I mean, that is so cool. And um, it also, when you're watching Little League World Series stuff, it it'll say like, what a it'll things like uh, what the kid wants to do when he grows up. And this one kid I was watching the other day, and they had a graphic of this. And Aaron, they they said, what you know, basically, the, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And this kid had chosen. He wanted to be a chicken nugget taster. <laughs> Eleven years old, and he he that that is what he uh, that's what he wanted to be a chicken nugget taster, and that was what was listed. So I like the honesty, and I think uh, Aaron, does that sound like something you would have enjoyed being a chicken nugget taster? Are you a big chicken nugget guy? I am. I would have enjoyed that very much. It's a staple <laughs> in the Sexton household. Are you uh now where where what's your chicken nugget of choice? Are you a uh, Chick-fil-A, Canes? What direction do you like to go? Bush's chicken, who uh we've had a great relationship with over the years here at ESPN Central Texas. Where do you if you're gonna get chicken tenders or nuggets, what direction do you go? Or do you like the McDonald's nuggets? Tenders, I'm going to Canes. Nuggets, I live Literally, I could throw a rock and hit Burger King, so I usually go to Burger King. But I do have a McDonald's across a very busy street that I'll go to occasionally. But I like the Burger King nuggets, and they're cheap. Burger King nuggets. Very yeah. interesting comment. If you have a, a thought on your favorite nuggets, uh, text us 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. Now, you heard... On the, that's the CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Oh, and I wanted to do something. Uh, it just it just came to my attention that I need to do the Schmaltz's trivia question, okay? And um, I was thinking earlier, um, you know, like what would be a good question? You win two free sandwiches. You get two coupons for free sandwiches at Schmaltz's sandwich shop uh unbelievable i get the schmaltz and that has uh, kind of everything on it um lunch meat uh salami it's a great sandwich i love the bread sometimes they'll do that artisan jalapeno bread but most of the time what i do is i take the normal bread and i ask them to twice bake it and i just get it gives me a real kind of crunchy taste to the bread 
and and they just make a beautiful sandwich. I get some potato salad, some mustard potato salad. I don't want the mayo potato salad, and um, in an iced tea, uh, sweet tea, or maybe kind of a half and half situation. Uh, it, but we but we want to we love uh, Schmaltz's Nelson Rue, the longtime owner, is a great friend of mine, and so it is time for our Schmaltz's trivia question. Okay, we'll keep it local today. Where did we talked to Scott Stewart, and and you know that he came from royalty in Troy, and he played quarterback at Troy, and he threw for a lot of yards, and his dad was a very famous coach. Uh, but uh, but Scott Stewart is a is a great guy. We love having him on. So here's the Schmaltz's trivia question: Where did Scott Stewart play college football? Where did Scott Stewart play college football? In fact, I'll help you out just a little bit. It would have been around, he's almost exactly my age, which means he played college football from 1993 to 1996. Where did Scott Stewart, the head football coach at Temple High School, the Temple Wildcats, where did he play his college Football. People are frantically looking this up right now. Now, somebody will know this. And, Aaron, I think it's been long enough. If, um, if Sean gets this one right, let's, 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 be, let's think about letting him have the two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. He's a man who has been winning radio contests since he was probably about 15 years old. Uh, and, of course, we're talking about one of the top executives at UBO Business Services. That's UBEO.com. UBEO.com. We love UBO business services. We use them. All our copier needs, streamlining our business. I mean, there's a reason this show is so organized, and part of it is UBO business services. Aaron, is this is this show organized? I don't know. You do print a lot of stuff off, and UB, uh, UBO, UBO services, uh, business services has a lot to do with that. All right, to answer that trivia question, text us at 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. And uh and that'll be uh that'll be a great thing. Where did Scott Stewart, the Temple High School football coach, play college football? Aaron, do we have a correct answer yet or are we still waiting? We do. Okay. Is it our guy? Did he win or not? No, it was Corey in Waco, Sam Houston State. Corey, Corey. The Bearcats of Sam Houston State is correct. And Scott Stewart went and played for those Bearcats. And then years later, by the way, Brian Bell went and played for the Bearcats. And then in recent years, of course, the Bearcats did win a national title in that football, uh, that FCS national title. Pretty amazing um the uh, the bearcats getting it done all right it's matt mosley's show espn central texas we were at the baylor club last night aaron it was uh it was so cool being there and and just hearing from people that listen to our show daily i mean you know sometimes you're like oh, i wonder who's out there i wonder who's out there listening and then you go to one of those big events and there were just tons of people coming up saying they listened to our show ben march Longtime friend of mine, his son Ramsey's a buddy of mine. Uh, uh, Wendy, his daughter's a friend of mine. Uh, Chip, his son-in-law, and and Ben March. He lives in Waco, and man, 
Oh boy, he and he married royalty in the Baptist world. Uh, and I'm telling you, they were there last night, and it was so fun uh, hearing from them. They said they listened to the program every single day. He, they may have been embellishing. I don't know if it's every day, but they said that. And then Aaron, I I wish I could remember the name. Tom's sitting there and. And Tom and I were breaking things down. The guy comes up and introduces himself. I said, hey, I'm Matt Mosley. He said, oh, man. He said, uh, love the show. And and he's going on and on and, and, you know, saying nice things. And he says, right there in front of Tom. I think Tom kind of liked this comment. The guy goes, yeah, you kind of wander off sometimes. And he goes, but that other guy kind of brings you brings you back. He said. He, now that so, is a regular listener. Aaron, that. I thought that was good. They knew about you, and uh, but it, I thought it, I just kind of got a kick out of it because it was very kind and saying nice things. And then he goes, "Now you do kind of go off sometimes into some some weird things." <laughs> and Tom kind of lit up. You could tell Barfield was kind of like, "Oh, I like this comment. This guy's criticizing Mosley." But no, it was a, the guy was a great guy, um, and the food was excellent last night. Uh, oh, my gosh, they had like seven different food stations. I got fried green tomatoes, every dip, every kind of like red hummus you could imagine. Pita, the hummus, the dips were just like, just. I mean, it was just, it was otherworldly. And it was a lot of fun. And so uh, I appreciate that. Uh-oh, let's see what we got here, Aaron. We had some, uh, I, I keep hearing... Um, Okay. Oh, that was we. I was hearing from uh, our old football SID Taylor Bryan, great friend of mine, who listens to the program quite a bit. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. As I mentioned to you, the Cowboys were with the Broncos yesterday, and one of the things that really did work out well in that practice is that Dak Prescott looked good. Um, they. He and CD were doing some really good things. Now, late, I think they had a 50-50 read, and they missed on that. And this is from Dak. This is a quote I wanted to, to let you hear this. I told you all back in the spring my excitement for CD and what he's going to be able to do. Whether you say Kellen Moore is featuring him uh, or, or just being able to play every spot in the offense, the defense doesn't know where he's coming from. That makes it tough on them. You just saw our growth a little bit today. There are still plays left to be made. Now, he talked about a play he didn't make that CD went one way and he threw it a different direction. Now, there were fights throughout this practice with the Broncos. Aaron, one one uh, highlight I saw of this practice, Zeke was kind of running in the – in the in and Zeke looks good. Zeke is he looks quick. He looks light. He he looks good. He really does look good. Okay. Sometimes we we make too much of things, but I do think Zeke has some quickness right now. And you know who knows if he'll get banged up again. But Zeke really is looking good. Well, in this practice, he cut back and Bradley Chubb, the linebacker, the defensive end, outside linebacker, whatever you want to call him for the Broncos, arrives on the scene and just annihilates him. Like, just takes Zeke down in a heap. And 
and Zeke was not pleased. The offense, they were jumping up, and they were ready to fight. They did not like that, taking a shot at Zeke. But um, apparently the Broncos brought the fight. They, the, the skirmishes and the fights were won by the Broncos. Now, apparently uh, Dak was like 24 for 32, threw for a ton of yards, hit on a couple of deep balls. If you're wanting to know who's looking good at wide receiver for the Cowboys, this undrafted free agent that I told you about when I was out there has continued to do some good things. He had three catches in this practice. I'm talking about Dennis Houston. Guy played at like three different colleges. I think one of them was Western Illinois. Noah Brown, who's been with the Cowboys now for about six seasons, continues to make plays. And I think, I think you know, that's a good thing. And uh, now – Somebody I was reading about did have some drops in this practice. Oh, Jalen Tolbert, the um, the player that they drafted in the third round from South Alabama. He he did not have a great practice and had a drop and did he, he just had some stuff not go his way. Had a fumble in this in this scrimmage, um, and and this this is one of those rare occasions where. The scrimmage, which we didn't get to watch on TV, was probably more important than tomorrow night's game. Now you say, well, why is that? Well, because Dak, C.D. Lamb, pretty much every starter on the O-line, they're not playing tomorrow night against the Broncos. They're they're just not going to be out there. Now that doesn't mean some players won't get a chance um, to, to be out there. Some of the young players, I think Tolbert could be out there. I think this will be a Cooper rush. Uh, will Greer got banged up. I don't know if he'll be out there, and I can't think of the other Cowboys quarterback in camp right now. I know about Will Greer. I know about Cooper Rush, and, of course, we know about Dak. I believe there is a fourth player involved. Now, what will happen at kicker? Well, they now have a competition going on between the the CFL kicker Liram Hararula or something like that. I, I, I there's a possibility of me butchering that. And then uh, Brett Maher Maher has uh, arrived back with the team, and so he will have a chance to uh, kick some for the Cowboys. So there'll be there will be a kicking competition. I think it's worth watching. I mean, it's football. We've missed it. It's preseason football in Denver. I think it'll be fun to to watch it and see if Denver plays anybody. Now, Russell Wilson uh, played pretty well uh, in this practice, and, you know, I think they did get a lot accomplished. Uh, I, I did enjoy reading about Mike McCarthy and the coach of the Broncos. Aaron, you remember who got the uh, head coaching job for the Broncos? His name is Nathaniel Hackett. He is the son of the famous former offense coordinator and head football coach. He coached at Pitt. He coached at USC. He coached in a lot of different places. His name is Paul Hackett. In fact, he used to be the offense coordinator for the Cowboys uh, many years ago. His son, Nathaniel Hackett, is now the coach at, uh, at Denver. And he and Mike McCarthy remain very close. You say, why is that? McCarthy was on the was on the staff at Pitt and and he he used to be like a, he was kind of like a grad assistant right 
And so the head coach was Paul Hackett, Nathaniel Hackett's uh, dad. And they said that they used to send Mike McCarthy to take the young Nathaniel Hackett when he was nine years old to the amusement parks. And they would ride roller coasters together. <laughs> A young Mike McCarthy early in his uh, in his uh, coaching career. This would have been around 1982, which makes Nathaniel Hackett our age, Aaron, the uh, the young head coach of the Denver Broncos. But I just thought that was funny to imagine Mike McCarthy, the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, out riding roller coasters with young Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, the uh, the Denver Broncos coach. Um, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We have some breaking news this afternoon, and uh, we'll uh, share some of that with you. Uh, some of this involves some baseball uh, otherwise, and we'll do that next in the dismount. Recently on Game Time, we welcome in Director of Intercollegiate Athletics at Baylor University, Mac Roach. All of the Power Five conferences right now are having conversations. The ACC, obviously, you know, with their TV deal all the way up through 2036, is looking at how they can generate more revenue. Pac-12 down to 10, what do they do? And quite frankly, I really believe the Big 12 is extremely well positioned. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'm excited to share with you that we have over 100 new vehicles coming to us in the month of August. That means you can go back to school in style. So call us today and reserve your new Chevrolet and let us tell you about the largest and cleanest used car inventories in Central Texas. And don't forget that we have one of the best service and parts departments and top-notch body shops that help make your choice even clearer. So give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerschevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. we we'll treat you like family. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Central Texas College offers day, night, weekend, online, and lunchtime classes on multiple sites. So when people ask, what are you up to this weekend? You can be like, "Uh, not much, just earning my college degree. Got any lunch plans? You're like, oh yeah, I got big plans. Find time for those big plans at ctcd.edu. Central Texas College for students of the real world. CTC classes in Colleen, Fort Hood, and online start August 22nd. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Astros beat the Rangers 7-3 to claim the season series. Houston has won 10 of the 14 games played so far with five games still left to the series. The Astros post Oakland this weekend. The Rangers are at home against Seattle, and you can hear tonight's game on ESPN Central Texas. The Midway All-Stars are back on the diamond tonight. They're 2-0 in pool play at the Little League Softball World Series and take on Virginia tonight at 6 o'clock on ESPNU. Two NFL preseason games last night. The Giants beat New England 23-21, and Baltimore top Tennessee 23-10. The Cowboys start the preseason against Denver tomorrow night, while the Texans face New Orleans. The NBA will retire Bill Russell's number six jersey league-wide. Players who currently wear the number can do so if they win. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount. We got to say goodnight. We got just a couple of minutes to do that. Aaron, some breaking news in the world of the NFL. Now, you might recall that one of the things that the the retired judge said about Deshaun Watson is that there was a lack of remorse, which uh, perhaps led to uh, some of the punishment, and um, and it just did not really seem to be contrite about what had happened during all these encounters and the uh, sexual misconduct that he was a part of. Um, the the uh, pregame person, whoever does pregame for Cleveland, uh, who did a nice job here. Her last name is Kinkabwala. Kinkabwala is her name. There's a chance I'm getting that wrong. She said she was talking to him about being excited about getting to play tonight in that preseason game after not playing for a long time. She said, as you say that, your eligibility is still in question. And although this appeal is ongoing, I have to ask you, the initial ruling made a very specific point of saying that your lack of remorse played into her decision-making. It's been a part of the narrative surrounding you. What is your response to that? Watson says, look, I want to say that I'm truly sorry to all of the women that I have impacted in this situation. The decisions that I made in my life that put me in this position, I would definitely like to have back. 
but I want to continue to move forward and grow and learn and show that I am a true person of character and that I'm going to keep pushing forward. This is the believed to be the first time that, that Deshaun Watson has come even close to apologizing for his behavior. She followed this up by saying, grow and learn. We fully expect that there will be some time that you're away from the team. What does that look like to on a personal level? He says, I know I have a lot of work to put in, especially on the field, to be able to make sure I'm ready to play whenever. But I also have uh, need to have continue to get counseling and want to make sure that I'm growing as a person. All right. I mean, this does not account for all this ridiculous stuff he did, but he is at least apologizing. Now, is he doing that for a reason? You bet he is. Okay, the timing of it. But at least he's finally doing it. All right, here's the thing. We got to go, but have a tremendous weekend. I'm going to go see a production of Sound of Music that my daughter's involved in right now. Everybody have a great one. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the Oklahoma Sooners. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Coming up, we'll check in.